0: Hello, ladies and gents. Here with Adreonosaurus, the coach of Adreonostoynes Rex for Supercoach BBL purposes, and the second-to-last round of the year is in the books. Pretty high-scoring round this round, but imagine if the stars actually turned up in the first game of their double game week. There was some atrocious scoring in there from probably the popular players that everybody wanted: Maxi, Clark, Zampa. You know, so if they put two games you know, back-to-back back in well, which thank God they did do well in the second game, we'll we'll point out. But if they'd have done well, you know, in the first one and the second one, there's probably some 1,500, 1,600 scores in there. But true to form, you know, the stars, you know, at least the players like Maxwell and Clark, if they fail in one game, they come good in the second game. Maxwell and Clark both finished with, you know, scores over 100 for the round, and even someone like Zampa, who was the worst I've ever seen in bowl, to be quite honest, in the first game, looked like he was completely over it in the old BBL, but he scored well, covered his BE, you know, and finished with a 74-odd. It was a round where, you know, it was obvious to choose Matt Short. I think 70 people picked him as their VC. The, you know, the Adelaide Strikers played, you know, early in the round, and, you know, he turned up, so it was an easy loop for people, and look, he brought it on in the second game as well. They finished with 220, which is an enormous VC or C score for you. And, you know, it's set up now to go into the last round, I think, for a nice run home for people. We've got four teams that are on the double game week. And, you know, in the past, when you've sort of got, you know, the finals or the end of the year, this is the reason why they shorten the season. You find that all the teams are exactly the same there's two teams on you get unlimited trades and everyone you got the same teams i don't think that's going to be the case this year because we do have four teams on the double game week in this last round we have the renegades we have the heat we have the hurricanes and we have the Sixers. so i think that's going to provide some variety in teams number one you're going to have probably Players already stashed in your team. You know, some people might have gone with a Stecady. Some people might have gone with a a Kane Richardson. You know, or, and and you you've got your stashed ones on the bench. You know, there's some obvious ones that you want to get in if you don't have them. I think Sean Abbott and Ben McDermott. You know, are big ones to bring in if you don't have them. Um, you know, Sean Abbott's a fantastic player on his own, right? But you know, with a double game week and the first game of the round. It has, you know, Matt Short feeling about it from last week. He's a perfect option for a VC. But there's going to be a little bit of, you know, personal preference that can come in. You know, someone like Stephen O'Keefe is going to be popular because of what he did last week. But there's a world where you could antipot him because the two teams that he's up against have quite a few left-handers. And traditionally, Stephen O'Keefe doesn't bowl as well to left-handers. So... You know, there's going to be different schools of thought for people that they take into this last round, and I think it's going to be an exciting finish to the year. Um, look, trade-outs, you can trade anyone who's basically not on a double-game week this week. People are going to go in hard as to this round. You can probably get yourself to norm, you know, almost 11 players who are <laughs> double-game week players. But, you know, I think that you um, don't necessarily have to Cut everyone in your team. Someone like Matt Short, for instance, in the first game, he's perfect, and probably people have played it a lot this year, where you have him on your bench for a loop, because if he goes, he's either going hundred plus or he's going single digits. Um, you know, he's opening the bat and he's bowling four overs. It is a tough match up the Sixers, but he's the perfect sort of candidate to have on your bench in your bat and to loop in if he does well in that first game. If he doesn't, you know, you can go with your double-game weak players, um, or you could, you know, bring in someone else, you know, that you've got in your team. I, I, I would loathe to sell Matt Short because of how well he's done, and because of the fact that they're the first game, he's perfectly there for a loop. You know, I see a lot of people selling Sam's. You know, on the sell list, Sam's is high. You know, he has probably been good and... Great, sort of, but not outstanding. But he's up against the Renegades this week. It's a single-game week. He's going to bowl four, and he's batting probably at five um, now that that Ross is back. Um, but, you know, he, it's a juicy matchup. And I would loathe to sell Sam's as well. So, match short, first game loop. Sam's with a good matchup. They'd be ones that I'd be inclined to hold. I'd also be inclined to hold Maxi. Um, look, they've only got the single game this week. They're up against... Um, who are they up against? Against the Hurricanes. But look, you know, Maxi, he was on last night. Catches. one of the Probably the catch of the tournament. And there's been some bloody good ones. Um, you know, he, he probably left some runs out there as well. He, he did a silly shot like he does to get out but you know there was polls to be had he was back to bowling his four overs i think that this round you know you can expect him to bowl four or at least you know bowl himself three you know he he, he seems like he's back in business and you know the opening bat seems to be working for him as well so you know i think those are the three that i'd be inclined to say you know out of my team and everyone else is an absolute ripping candidate to sell you know and bring in these double game week players and hit this round, you know, as hard as you can. It probably pays, you know, to have a trade up your sleeve. You know, one of the people that I like is, um, you know, Riley Meredith or, or Nathan Ellis. And we don't know 100% sure that they're going to be good to go. We know that Meredith has had some injury concerns. And we don't know whether Ellis has overcome, you know, his injury. I'd probably like Ellis because he bats, you know, I think seven in that team. Uh, and, you know, bowls those death overs. Uh and and you know the middle power play you know, type over so I like him you know as an option if he's back you know in fitness and they've got pretty good matchup but it, it pays to hold a sleeve uh, trade up your sleeve for if something goes wrong or if one of your you know your your bench loops you know if, if you've got two bench loops set up and you know they go off you might have to trade in enough so that you can grab that bench loop score but that's the way I, I play this last round go as many double game weeks as you can don't feel like you've got to sell everyone you know there's every possibility that someone like sam's will outscore you know a double game week player that you bring in you know someone like Matty wade because not last round they were on the buy but on the round before he looked pretty good you know he's that's Matty wade for you it's either single digits or it's a 100 nearly but he looked to me like he was f- you know he had his back that that little week off must have done him a world of good he looked like he was confident and just sort of had some of his swag back he'll be a popular buy but you know he is somebody that in a perfect world you would have set up on your bench you know because he he can go you know, low we saw in the last double game week for them. You know, it was ten points or something over the two games for for Matty Wade. So this week, I think it's about getting yourself the best opportunity for max points. Have your be- yourself set up. You know, with as many double game week players as you ha- you can. But have your bench loops. Have a bench loop in bat and have a bench loop in bowl to look at. You know a player you know early in the round so that you can get them in you know if if they turn up bring them in you know and have yourself a trade up your sleeve you know for what you, what you might need to do you know to to maximize the scoring um look let's go through some of the trading options uh for the double game round players i think you know for this round 13 we know that the Sixers, the hurricanes the heat and the renegades are going to be on the double game week um, even though the heat and the um, the renegades stink there's still a couple of players for them that are, are good you know for instance Cade Richardson has been a good player this year he's reliable to get you you know over the double game week 100 plus points he has got tough matchups you know the poor old renegades and so did the heat unfortunately so their big gun is stick he had his worst game of the year obviously getting the tonk there from Clark and maxwell um but he's been very very good you know averaging in the 80s for the whole year um but you know the matchups for them are not very good You know, this week so for me the number one target you know is sean abbott he's very consistent you got a 51 last week but you've got to take into account the fact that he only bowled two overs you know so he got a gun run out, you know, and he bowled his two overs, which is uh, absurd, really. You know, Moises plays the game as a captain. It's a little bit selfish this time. Bowled, bowled himself in the last over. Took a wicket, you know, and I own Moises, so it was good. But the fact is, you know, you didn't get the max performance out of Abbott last week because he didn't even bowl. He only bowled half of his overs. But this week, the first game, he is their best, probably, super coach prospect, I think. He's averaging 83 for the year, and he'll be my VC, 100%. Look, you know, Ben McDermott has had some sort of year. He's averaging a tick under 80 as well. Uh, He opens the bat. You know, he's been you know, enormous over these double, whenever he's had a double game week, he's just been great. You know, he doesn't seem, his success rate has been good this year. So he might fail in one, but then he goes huge, huge, huge in in the next. I don't mind the matchups for the Hurricanes as well. So, you know, for that reason, I think that the two players that could hurt you the most are Abbott, you know, and McDermott. If we're looking at it on averages, Mark Steckney has the next best average. I know he, he, has an average of 75.5, um, but you know it was a 34 on the weekend. It was the worst performance he's had by a long way this year. He was getting the tong. and look, they're not they're not they don't have an easy game. They're up against the top of the table. Perth Scorchers this week, um, so you know a uh, uh, Perth Scorchers that are going to probably have Inglis and Marsh back. So I don't really love the matchup. And if you think it gets better for Stekety in the next game after that, he has the Sydney Sixers, also a top of the table team. I'm probably not cold, because he is a gun player, but I'm, I'm less likely to want Steckity than others. You know, so matchups are important. I'm, I'm going to say Steckity, you know, for 198,900, you know, I'd probably, um, you know, give him a miss, you know, for me. Just because of the matchups are just a, such a hard matchup. Kane Richardson, you know, averaging 65 for the year. He's reliable. Um, look, and in the difference between Steckity and Richardson for me is that in that Port Royal Renegades team, he's the one bowler. He's basically a one-man team in the bowling department. Um, and over at the Heat, you know, they've got some pretty good bowlers. Nieces in there, Schwepson, you know, and... He, he, he seems like, I mean, you know, stickety, there's a few more options, you know, um, for bowlers there. So, you know, whether he... I'm sure he's going to bowl these four, but what parts of the game is he going to bowl? I just think there's more options in that team than there is in the Renegades. And look, um, Richo, yeah, he's got a three-round average of 80, I think, over the two games. Even though their matchup's are tough as well. They've got the Hobart Hurricanes, so it's not quite as bad as the Heat. Um you know, with, with the two top teams. They've got the Thunder, who are a hot team to finish as well at the end. So, you know, the matchups aren't fantastic for Kane Richardson as well. But, you know, for me, 186 and 198, you you know, you probably couldn't go wrong with either of them, you know, but the matchups are hard. Um, look, Josh Filippi, yeah, I brought him in last week. Um, Tunned up, you know, he's still very affordable. Uh, 138,100, everyone's going to bring him in. You know, he is a good option, you know, I know he got that run of ducks, but he seemed to turn the corner. Um, Look, Stephen O'Keefe, he's going to be popular. 120 last round, he took some polls. But, you know, the thing about um, Stephen O'Keefe, not as great against left-handers. And, you know, the teams he's up against uh, in the strikers. um, Quite a few left-handers in in their lineup. Um, And, you know, he's got the Brisbane Heat. You know, who have some left handers in their lineup as well. Um, so that's just something to take into consideration. Um, ben Dorsius, people would have picked him up last week. He's got a three round average of 81. He was pretty good on the weekend with a 64. Um, you know, he's gone up in price to 186, so people might be limited to you know being able to grab a Sean Abbott a Ben McDermott a Steckity, a Richardson a Dawshus they're all very high cost players um you know and I do say try to hold Sams and I do say try to hold Matt Shaw but people are going to have to sell him those players if they want to bring in all of these you know guns like I said you know I would probably on matchups, I'd like Dorcious. You know, I'd like Sean Abbott. You know, I like Ben McDermott. Uh, and, you know, you can go one or the other, you know, of Richardson. You know, you can pick up a value pick like Josh Phillippe. Um, You know, I'm not really jazzed by, you know, the Baisley types or the bar that We saw him as an X Factor. Um, you know, Cameron Boyce had a good start, um, you know, to the... To his little campaign um, you know but i don't know if i you know i probably on matchup it's a tough matchup for them i'd, I'd probably even take a sandy blemishane you know or a riley meredith sort of at that price point you know ahead of them moises was good last week i brought him in um but just because he started the tournament hot you know and he's had some 20s in there i just didn't feel like i was going to get a terrible terrible score out of him he turned up even got a pole because he stole abbott's bloody last over we didn't get any abbott junk um, but, you know, I don't think that people are going to prioritize bringing him in, um, you know, because you're going you can, to you have a number of players that you do want to bring in out of those premium-type guns. Um, look, Tom Rogers was good to start the tournament. We know he was almost like one of the cheapies of the year, but... You know, the role seemed to change, and so did his confidence. I mean, he's got a three-round average of 28. I probably won't be targeting him at all. Um, Nathan Ellis is someone that really interests me. Before he got injured, you know, he his was average was 53.9. He was, he was a three-round average of 79. He probably bats at around 7.0 or eight in that team bowls you know good overs in good parts of the game but he's a wait and see because we don't know if he's going to make it uh in time you know for this round um you know that's why you know meredith uh look at he's not <laughs> short of an injury himself but i do like meredith he he looked to be bowling with some heat in that last game and he's a tick over 100k so I'd just as soon take, you know, a, a Meredith as a cut price option ahead of, um, you know, Steckity or, or Richardson because their run of games, you know, is good. Um, look, Hayden Kerr's been a good performer. He only got a 34 on the weekend, but, you know, his average for the year is 52. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I just, you know, in that team, you know, I, I don't mind Steve O'Keefe. Um, I know because the price is right. I like Tawashus and I like Abbott. Um So I probably will skip Kerr myself personally. The time for him was, you know, when he was a cheapie. He's probably been cheapie of the year, to be quite honest. Look, Dan Christian... Um, he's very highly owned, you know, and I think that you probably, you know, you, you're going to obviously hold him and you're going to play him, um, but they've had some troops back. You know, they've got Bird back in that team. Um, Steve O'Keefe, you know, is back in that team. Um, and, you know, he's bowling. is not as, you know, he's not bowling in as many good parts of the game, you know, and the batting. Um, look, you know, when you plug back in players like Moises and stuff, he's, they're good batters, you know, so his likelihood of batting, you um, you know, it goes down a little bit. I think I saw um, Jordan Silk, you know, did a hammy. So I don't know whether that means uh, or who they bring in, you know, whether he gets a, a, a spike up in the bat, batting order. But I'm personally going to be skipping DC because I just think his roller, you know, he, when his role is good, he's great. Um, but I just think that, you know, with the troops that have come back into that, you know, they do it perfectly, the sixes, where they time their run. I just think that they've got, um, you know, the, the, that got the players back you know that have probably diminished the role of dan christian um look some people will have darcy short you now he's three-run round averages 76 which is really good um he's already 32 percent owned look he's up against the renegades which is a good matchup um and you know the final game against the stars which are a bit hit and miss um the only thing that worries me about darcy short is that they've just had him too low in the batting order so You know, you could look at him, you know, kind of like a Sams, you know, or a Glenn Maxwell. You know, he's going to bowl three, you know, or four overs, and he's batting, you know, four or five. It's just a nervous watch, you know, more nervous a watch than when he was batting, Uh, definitely an opener. But if he was coming in at three, you know, that was much, much better. But when it comes to super coaching BBL, you know, the ones that bowl and the ones that bat, you know, that's that's it. You know, it's no surprise that the ones that I want to hold are Maxwell, Sams, and Matt Short. You know, Matt Short's opening the batting, and he's bowling four overs. You can't, it can't be beat. You know, Maxwell, um, he, he wasn't bowling, you know, when he first came back from COVID, but he bowled the full complement of overs last night. He bowled really well, um, and he's opening the batting. You know, so I'm inclined to hold him. Um, you know, the same applies for Darcy Short. You know, the batting role is not as, you know, much. But I think his form is improving, you know, with the bat. So I don't mind taking a punt on him, you know, uh, because the matchups are good and his bowling, you know, is is good. You know, he's bowling a few overs. They're they're a bit kooky, the old Hobart Hurricanes. They seem to bowl a lot of spin. They've got Tim David, (laughs) you know, Sandy Blanchet, you know. So, you know, sometimes you go, oh, no, they're not bowling short. But I think, you know, you can take a punt over two games on, on him. Um... And, you know, it, it's not the worst, you know, if you know what I mean. He's, he's highly owned. So, you know, if he fails, you know, you know he's, you're going to fail with a whole bunch of other people that own him anyway. Um, Look, you know, there's not a whole bunch more. I know that Penn Duckett was pretty good for the Heat. But, um, look, the average is 47. You know, the three-round average is 35. And the Heat are out of the tournament. So I'm not really interested in any... Players, I know that you know Steckity could be the exception to the rule because he is a gun, but even on Steckity, you know, we saw last round, you know, got the tonk, um, and the matchup's no good for them. Um, yeah, look, that's that's pretty much it for me um, you know, as far as players go. Uh, I'll keep a close eye on, you know, who comes back into that Hurricanes team. There's, there's talk that Paris might come back into that team. He was an early um, season cheapy, which, which he, he was good, good you know, grabbing poles and bowling well. Um, you know, I like Ellis, you know, and um, I think Meredith, provided that his body is fine, you know, well, not fine, but good enough to bowl his four overs. Meredith is a hard watch you know, because you just worry about, you know, does he twinge something and then he only bowls one over and then doesn't play the next game? And that'd be a shocker in the last round of Coach wouldn't it? But if he's there, if he's named and he's, you know, he's, he's 115-odd K, um, you know, I like him. You know, I like Ellis. I like, you know, Short on this matchup. Um, you know, I'd probably lean towards grabbing them instead of a Richo, you know, and a, and a Steckity, you know, on a hard matchup. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's it in a nutshell. You know, it's a last round that I think is going to be interesting, more interesting than, you know, prior years where you were playing grand finals. And obviously people in head-to-heads are going to be playing grand finals. You, you always looked exactly the same as the team that you're playing against, basically. And then people get a little bit cute with who they're going to VC and see. Um, but this year, I think there's going to be some variety because there's four teams, you know, on that double game week. Um, you know, you people can go some pods. There's some pod good options in there. You know, there's the obvious ones that everyone's going to grab, but you know, you can go outside the box and, um, you know, grab one of these under 10% owns. Um, you know, everyone is going to be trying to fund buying these people. So they're going to sell a Sam's, they're going to sell a short, um, maybe the pod move is to hold them, you know, so you can get a look at them on your bench, (laughs) you know, and, um, you know, those those all rounders, you know, and the matchup for Sam's, Renegades, you know, he could go big, big, big. So, you know, I think it's going to be an interesting last round. You now, I think it's been a pretty wild old year in Supercoach. Um, lots of things to contend with COVID, cancellations of games, re, you know, <laughs> scheduling of games, you know, last second buys, last second huge double game weeks. It's kind of because of the, you know, agility and, you know, malleable nature of this. Season, you know, it's made it kind of interesting, you know, at the end because there's lots of ways you can play it. Um, look, I had a pretty good round last week. Uh, I made a big mistake in seeing the one from Stoiness, you know, in that uh, first game for, for this for the stars, um, and I decided to play Jukes instead. So Jilks finished with the six, and we know that Stoiness absolutely pummeled it, you know, when he came in. It's good to see actually from the big Stoine. So I finished with a thirteen oh four. It was a good score, but could have been 350, you know, if I'd have done it, Um, you know, stayed with Stoin, But I mean, you know, as far as the logical choices, you know, with that one and how low he was batting in the order and just he was going like a busted, You know, it was probably a fair, you know, leave out once he did that because I had him on the bench. Um, But look, you know, Jilks has been very hit and miss as well. You know, and unfortunately, I got the miss. Look, my rank is okay. I've gone up to 1,959. It's pretty good. You know, I'd love to go up 900 spots this week. I just don't know if I could do that, um, you know, in the one round, unless I went lots of pods, you know, and got a a great pod captain or something. Um, You know, but I'm okay with that. If I can finish around 1,500, you know, it's probably okay. I was one of those ones that didn't get a great deal of luck. I didn't have any scorches because I, you know, the way that everything went, you know, with the cancellation at when it first happened. I had to sell certain players, and I didn't get, you know, the freebie scorches in there. Um, you know, and I lost, you know, in the next game, you know, lost sixes, and I just, nothing ever seemed to go right for me for a, a few weeks. I managed to get myself back on track and, you know, start to move up the ladder, which is good, um, but, you know, it's a good, you know, good luck to you all when you finish you know, finish off this year, this last round, and look, if you, you know, you know, if you f- play Supercoach in NRL, you know, keep following along with me. I'll have some content coming out very soon where my you know, initial perceptions of Supercoach for NRL this year, if you play AFL Supercoach, you know, that's not my, you know, not not for podcasting purposes, is not my go. You know, I'm, I'm okay at Supercoach AFL, but there's certainly much, much better people for podcasting. Um, you know, but I think this year across AFL and NRL, I think benches, you know, if we've learned anything from BBL Supercoach this year, maybe this year we need to get some better mid-prices and not go as many, you know, the old guns and cheapy strategy was the way to go, but unfortunately with COVID and we could lose whole teams and schedules can be changed, I think depth of squad, you know, might be important this year, like it's never been really before in Supercoach. Thanks for listening, guys. This is the grand final of the Supercoach by Adrian podcast for BBL purposes, have a great round you all deserve it after this wild old year thank you to tim mitchell and the team at supercoach bbl you've done a great job in a really weird and tumultuous you know climate for supercoach you know and you you've definitely put up with a lot of you know crap for people at times but i hope that you've you give yourselves a pat on the back you know you well deserve a pat on the back because you've done a great job um in my opinion you know and the way that the draws land i think even you know the five trades has worked out to be fun you know because you can still have variety in team so cheers for that and we'll talk to you again bbl coaches you know for next season hello guys it's the grand final of super coach bbl Four teams on double game week. You've got lots of options you can bring in. Have a nice finish. You all deserve it. Talk to you again soon. Bring it home. I love you. Goodbye. See you later. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Talk to you again soon, eh?